describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grogcon 2022, Grogcon 3. Grogcon 22. Grogcon 22. That's my favorite. Okay, Grogcon 22. Follow it from that one. So I put it in the notes here. I copy and paste the notes because I'm lazy, so it'll be Grogcon 22. Yeah, as we talked about, people think it's this is the, the 22nd. 22nd time. Right, that's perfect. Um, update. I have a big thing. September 30th through the 2nd. Here's the update. Uh, we were supposed to meet with Craig. It didn't work out. So that's okay. We'll meet with him sometime before, sometime in September. <laughs> <laughs> the night before the night convention. Before. Right. So uh, September 30th through October 2nd. If you are, we did this last year. It was very popular. Doing it again this year. If you're an Electrum patron or higher, between now and August, you get to go to GrogCon for free. And you also, as an added bonus, you get to DM the tournament. That's right. You get to DM the tournament because Dan doesn't want to. <laughs> well, I'm only one person anyway. I mean, I'm, you're not, you know, it's not like if I ran the tournament adventure, we wouldn't need more DMs. Right. Well, we do, uh, so that is a good segue. Um, but anyway, the first part is if you are, so if you sign up today, if you're already a patron, you up your patronage. You can up your patronage for three months. You get your pass, which is worth $45, and then bring it back down. That's fine, too. Can We're I up okay. it for a day, get my free pass, and then go back down? No. No, you, you, you have to be a patron now at that level, and then when I buy the passes for you, because they're not free, we have to buy them from Craig. Craig, are, he's, he is truly the, he's the crucible overlord. He doesn't, he wants his money. Everyone reports to somebody. Right. Even the Grog Emperors. Right. And there is no, di- we get no discount, so we pay the full retail price, and so it's actually a little bit of a savings if you do that. But we want, again, we do this because we want people to come to GrogCon and play old school games. So, no, you can't do that. Um, but a uh, good segue is we are doing, you know, our, I think it's the highlight, the penultimate event. Is that the right That's term? the second to last, penultimate. Right. Well, the right. last thing is us leaving. Oh, what do you mean? Wait. Well, we do the tournament, and then we leave. The ultimate event is for us, we leave. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's our penultimate, and, and the plan is for Saturday night, I believe. Right, right? Saturday night will be our tournament. And um, last year, we had 32 participants. That is correct. Someone's and hairy per- chest is rubbing against the mic. Oh, well, think... clearly it's not me. Yeah, there is some static. Okay, well. Oh. Oh, now it's fixed. Well, you did sort of do something down there. Okay. 
gone now. Yeah, something's going on. So we're going to have to bear with this. I apologize, folks. Um, so 32 players. 32 players. 32 deaths. So it wasn't 32 deaths. It was a lot 31. of deaths. Um, so I don't know how many deaths we had. We had about 50% kill rate. Oh, and, that, and if it had gone on half an hour later, I think it would have been a big kill rate. Even Carlos's table? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You were getting pretty close. Oh, my, yeah. They were literally being ground up. Yeah, literally. It was, that's what you said. Or is it grinded up? Grounded up. Grounded? All right. Ground up? Give me that thing. Put it in here. Okay, don't mix them up. You know what I mean? No, Make no, sure no. You know I, which one mine I know yours. Is, I, first of all, I'm I trying s- to protect you. No, I'm fine. I had children. I had three boys. All right, hopefully that'll go away. Um, so the we need if you want to DM a tournament. I know a lot of people want to play in a tournament. Or if you don't want to DM and you're just willing to do it. Yes, that would be nice too. That would be nice as well. So um, we we would love for you DM me on Discord or send info at grogcon.com. And you could be partake in the creation and of the tournament adventure. Yeah, because you got to sell it better. You got to be like, look, we have limited availability for DM. We've gotten a lot of questions, right? About can I be a DM? How many slots are there? There's very limited availability, right? But so if you so if you want to do it, you need to jump on this. That's exactly right. This is not something. This is not something for the faint of heart, but an opportunity for you to be part of it. So, uh, is that selling it? But we, we want to, we don't want to do it multiple days. Crackly. All right, well, I'll have to make, fix it in a little bit. Um, let me check. Hold on. This is why we do this live stream. Am I supposed to now, like, tell jokes? No, don't oh. tell jokes. What do you call a boomerang that uh, doesn't come back? Uh, what's a boomerang? What is it? A stick. I turned off the sound laugh track. So this is just like. <laughs> Nothing. Now you get no. I turned off the laugh track. Let's see. Is that better? Hopefully it's better. They'll let us know. Uh, I disappeared. Okay. Moving on. Why, we, why if, you re- if you want the polished product, that's why you listen to the podcast. Well, we're doing the show during a hurricane. Right. There is, there, there is a hurricane. You barely survived. Yeah. I floated over here. <laughs> Was, it, was there even rain on the ground? At, you know, it's like where you had to use it, like the intermittent your windshield. Oh, really? It was intermittent? Okay. So, yeah, I, I think I figured out the troubleshoot. It's, I think it's the sound pad. Oh, no. We have no sound effects? No sound effects. So it's like that episode. That right. There's no, there's, there's no laugh track, which I think some people would be very happy with. Okay. Sorry. I think that's where the crackling was. Oh, there's from. a demon in your soundtrack, soundboard. <laughs> yeah, so sorry about that. Sound is better. Okay, I think I figured out the crackling, which is good because when I do the podcast, I can take care of that. Speaking of podcasts, um, if I know uh, I was listening to Jason, his RPG Variety podcast, we're curious how many people, I know that a few people have started a podcast because of us. They like, well, these jabronis can do it. Is that okay to say jabroni? We were talking about I don't things. know. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, if, uh, if we could do this, anyone knuckle could heads. do it. Right. Knuckle knuckleheads? Heads. That's, That's okay. Right. Yeah, knuckleheads, I don't think it has an issue with. So, um, obviously, uh, we know that Menion has uh, Confessions of a 
Be Timorous Bushy, which is a great podcast on Anchor. Uh, Jason and W. Lewis. So if you are a podcaster, let us know, because we want to put a constellation of Grog Empire-related podcasts together. Maybe we'll do a forum at GrogCon. Oh, sounds like a great idea. That would be good. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you very much. So, uh, so if you are interested in that, let us know. Send a note to us or go on Discord and DM me. Um, moving on, if you want to play, Grognaz Guild Online, Brian and Josh, David, playing by Discord posts. There's also Meetup, which you graciously continue to fund uh, out of your own pocket. Thank you for that. Uh, we, I play Wednesdays with Tom. He's always get a cast of new players. So if you want to play Wednesday evenings, 7 to 10 Eastern Standard Time, uh, we play weekly. So come on down. All right. Uh, Grog Empire update. Do you have an update, Dan, on the Grog Empire? I do. So the map will begin to be drawn on Monday, June 6th. So we have an artist. The day that will live in infamy. The day, June 6th. That is, that's right. That was. It's actually December 7th was the day of living. Oh, that's true, but it's D-Day. It's June, yes. Or is it June 4th? June 5th or 6th? The 4th. No, it's not. definitely not 4th. Oh, I, I think it's June 6th. I think it's June 6th. Wow. That's ominous. Okay, so yes, the map is being... Well, June 6th. June 6th. So you're right. Okay. So... My, my social sciences teacher, Ellen Nussbaum, will be very happy that I remembered. She will. I so, won the Ellis Nussbaum award. For what? Really? Social science excellence. Wow. Very impressive. What I happened? still have the certificate. Would you like me to go get it for you? What happened? It's, a, it's such a promising <laughs> career. <laughs> it all went downhill after that. So it, the map is starting to be drawn. Uh, we have an artist, and we're very excited about it. So we are going to have on the map all of the territories that have been claimed by patrons. Okay. And the goal is to have this map completed and published and prepared by Smoldering Dung Games. Yes. Rob's outfit uh, in time for Grogcon. Absolutely. That is correct. And then the wars can begin. Yes. Then and then it's an it's an annual update as well. So you can send in information about your region to Rob. And perhaps he will publish it in Flipping and Turning, like they used to do with Greyhawk back in the day. Right. With, you know, updates on the goings-on in the Grog Empire. Right, exactly. Uh, By the way, I need, for, for the Gnome Realms, I need, I need someone to, uh, uh, I need to import spices. So if, why is that funny? So if anyone, if, if anyone in their territories has a lot of spices, I'm willing to make a treaty of some sort, some sort of trade agreement. So just... Well, the free city of uh, Longwood needs gnome slaves, so perhaps we could <laughs> trade gnome slaves for spices. I think there's going to be a rebellion against the empire. Well, it's, that's why it's a free city with the asterisk, right? We put an asterisk there? That's what you are. You say it's free. free it's for, to trick people. It's, ah! it's free. Pe- well, it's free for everyone except gnomes. That's the whole point of it. Okay. It's, if yeah, you okay. go... I, I, I wanted to put the frivolous city of Longwoods because then that would attract all the gnomes and then, haha, we got you here. Okay, we're kind of like, right, like, like Iceland or Greenland, one of those two. Greenland. Trip. Greenland, right? right? It's, yeah, come, it's come to Greenland. Yeah, it's, Boo. Boo. it's not very green. Hope, mask, Hope Map is Darlene esque. So we talked about this. Um, we wanted Darlene to do it, that was the original plan. I thought, we thought that if we did not get Darlene to, do it, 
um, we shouldn't try to mimic her style, right? Is that a fair statement? I think that's a fair statement. Oh, um, I, so I, I, I don't think it will be. It'll have its, uh, its own flavor. Yes. It will not necessarily be a uh, Darlene-esque. Yeah, because not because we're worried about infringing on intellectual property of Wizards of the Ghost, Hasbro, or the spellcasters of by the sea, as I like to call them. Mm-hmm. The, uh, that's not the issue. It's just we we the whole spirit of this is you know it's our version of it, but we didn't want to completely rip off. If we're going to get Darlene to do it, we should you know if we wanted a map from Darlene, we wanted Darlene to do it. But it was just it wasn't going to happen. And I think people will be happy. I think people will be happy. Um, I think uh, based on what we saw, the little initial things, I think it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It will be, uh, yeah, let's see what people think about it. All right, moving on. Keeping, the, keeping this party going. Uh, Godalicious Travels, he's still in Tampa, correct? He is. And did I see, was I correct in seeing that Menyon, our good friend in Japan, is online? He is. Okay, Menyon, I'm very disappointed. Why has Menyon not said send Godalicious my right. way? He, he doesn't want to pay the return shipping? He has the shots. He's fully, he's fully oh. vaccinated. Oh, I think the shots. He's fully that with shots, too. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah, go, go, yeah. Go Delicious travels with booze. So, yes, yeah, so Go Delicious is fully vaccinated. He's, he's double boosted. Right. So he should be able to make it into the country. Because I was thinking to Menion, then to the Chamberlain in Australia. Right. Because they're right next they're, to each other. As far as we know, they're right next to each other. That cost shouldn't be very expensive. No, I, I assume they have like an international treaty that everything's free goods. Be- I would think so. Right. Is, is, there's a good chance Menion has absolutely no idea what we're talking about. Probably not. And Menion has a podcast. He does. Right? So. He could bring the goat with him as he does his walks and talks. It'd be nice. That's right. He could actually, he, he may not come back. He may be, Godalicious may not want to come back. He may find uh, Japan delightful. And say, I'm not coming back. Are you, are you okay with that? I, I, I want what's best for Go Delicious. See, send me Go Delicious. All right. Well, all right. So just send well, James we, your address yeah, to what, yeah, info. Yeah, info at GrogCon, or you can DM me on Discord. And then James will get it to, to, uh, to the Queller. To the Queller. And then it'll be so, Tam- so is that a long trip, Tampa Bay to Tampa Bay to uh, Japan? Japan? Nah, I assume it was a couple of days. <laughs> we may need to send the Queller some cash. Yeah. Well, Sismo. I, we're gonna. I assume he's gonna to want to do it next day. You know, it's a long trip, so. Yes. yes. Oh boy, that is a long. Make make, make you need to put the collar first put class holes. One holes in right. the box. <laughs> live. What did they put in there? Live thing. Yes. Uh, live specimens or something. All right. Go All delicious. Right. Off to Japan. Right, because I am working on the the graphic of him bouncing around. Now I got. Now this has just made my work. I got to. He's like Indiana Jones. Dun, yes. Dun, dun, dun. He's got to travel all the way to Japan. Yes. Well, so maybe there should be a stop along the way. Well, if you are on the way between right. Tampa, which way do you go? Do you go, well, you clearly go across the U.S. to California. I think you go to the North Pole and go across. That's <laughs> that way. That's how, that's how it goes. So. so if you are on the way. All right. Well, we'll we, we will do that. That sounds good. Uh, because, and, okay, thank you, sir. Because um, then uh, you he'll travel there we've got if we'll see if um the chamberlain but he has to get back by october september 30th because he's got to be for the opening ceremonies he needs to he needs to end up at a, a location where the person is coming to Grokon. and they have to be there before friday eight o'clock because that's the opening ceremony that's right 
part of it is he's coming in with the eternal Grog Khan flame. Correct. Correct. To light the Groggy. Correct. That is that is the opening ceremony. There it is. Right. Eternal. Right which there. I found turned off. Uh, well, we didn't. Is, it etern- is the Olympic flame on all the time, or when there's no Olympics, do I they just? I think the question. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Is it like the Kennedy flame? Right. The Kennedy has the eternal flame. I believe at Arlington. Oh, Craig just said, my good guys, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Let's see. Maybe we should put them on the show now. We could have that meeting now. Yeah. That it could, everyone could participate. <laughs> Hold on. No problem. Uh, we're on the show. We're live. You want to come on? No problem. Our fans should have a say in, in what happens at the convention. We can gang up on Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want VIP. Yeah. Come join us. There we go. This is why people live. This is what... hey. if you're pushing your luck. Putting that poor guy on I'm not putting him on the spot. I just said I just told him you're live. Okay. So uh, that would be great. That would make our and then uh, Menion will do a nice job of showing based on some of the things he's I've seen on his Twitter. He's gonna they're gonna have a good time. Maybe he can be on his podcast. Yes. A co-host. Yeah, Australia after you. That's what we. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah, we're at the past the plan. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. So, um, speaking of Go Delicious and other things, the next thing we have is that the Grog Text. Yes, it's the. This is Grog, grog Line Grog Text. It's if we if we touch it, it becomes a Grog thing. Uh, so uh, next is flipping and turning, issue eight. I mean, we have issue eight out. Well, actually, Rob, we. has, Rob, we. Rob has issue. Well, I, I did write an article for it, so. Yeah. Uh, issue 8 is out, and um, it's available to patrons right now. So if you are a patron of any tier, um, you can get that. I, I, I need to do a shameless plug. If you like what we're doing, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, do an iTunes review. We'd love that, or become a patron. Appreciate all that help, because as you see, the more we do, the more it costs, and we, we can always use the help. Because if our wives suspect we spend money on this, the end. Yeah. Is that a direct threat? Pretty much. Yeah, it's true. So, all right. With that random thought, if you, uh, you could, uh, in a couple of weeks, Flipping and Turning 8 will be available to the rest of the populace. You can go to smoldering da- smolderingdunggames.com. You can also get uh, the, all the previous copies, in, and you can also get Brian Larch's uh, excellent Kickstarter. Do a quick uh, shout out to that, please. Thank you. Which we have our copy, and it has a number of adventures. So, uh, the edge of Wilderland, if I remember correctly. You are correct. On the, on edge, the edge of on Wild- the edge of Wilderland. That's right. So, Exploring Dung Games and their games don't stink. Ah, uh, Craig is there. You go. Craig is online. Oh, the flight to Tokyo. So, howdy, Craig. Rigs online. Oh, uh, we already have people making, uh, looking up uh, flights. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, we will need to have Craig on. He's, I'm sure he doesn't need to come on today, but um, so Craig, put, text if you, if you want, put a couple of messages on there, letting people know anything exciting you want to mention, and then we'll get together, and we'd love to have you on the show to pr- promote, uh, promote Crucible 10 and, uh, and GrogCon. All right. With that, I think we're ready for the best of 1982. We get to flip the calendar for June. Correct. So June 1982. We got to pick the dragon. Yes, we have the Days of Dragon calendar from 1982. 
which we are going month by month. And so it is now June, and we get to see what dragon it is. And this is the part of the show where we like to guess right. what color, what type of dragon it will be. And, and, I, and also assuming that we haven't checked cheated before, which we wouldn't. That would be well, a I, You know I wouldn't, because I'm, I'm not here. So but do you think people think I have like the room next door? Like I stay. I, <laughs> That's right. You're, next, you're here all the time with it. Uh, so we spend two weeks getting ready for the show. Uh, I think we've had a green dragon, which is very cool. I yes, that. black. Uh, we have black. Right. Uh, so uh, Brass, obviously, that's the last mm-hmm. one. So what are you going to guess? I'm going to say June is summer. Summer smel- sounds like lightning. I'm going to go with a blue dragon. Oh, I was going to go with a blue dragon. Can oh. I say that too? Yes, of course. Okay, I was going to go with a blue dragon, but I wasn't connecting it with lightning. You, you had a thought to it. So I'm going to go with the blue dragon, and so feel free on the chat to guess what type of dragon it is. All right, five, oh, we'll see four, you know. three, two, one, and we reveal the great reveal. It is, nope. Is that a red or is it a pink? Is it a chartreuse? It's a ruby dragon. Is it a ruby dragon? That's what it, it says. Is. There's a Sardor ruby dragon. S-A-R-D-I-O-R. Sardior. Can you look that? What is that? Is it's that... like a Christian Dior. It's like, uh, what are you wearing today? You're wearing a Sardior Ruby Dragon. Can yep. you Google that? How easy is it for you to Google that? Or I you have to do it on your phone? I can Google that. Oh, and... you put cloud. Yeah, there, oh, there's a cloud castle. That pr- uh, uh, the production goblin moved out. So, yes, Dan could move in. I actually just cleaned that room out. So, you're all set, Dan. You can just. Well, you know, it probably made my wife happy. So, that's. Oh. So don't never... talk about it, Dan. No, That's I right, don't. No. How do you spell that? Sardior? S-A-R-D-I-O-R. Ruby Dragon. I've never heard of this. By Jack Crane. Well, I'm just putting it. Sardior. Sardior was said to be a unique ruby dragon. Really? Yeah. And was it after this was drawn or before? <laughs> okay, that's very And he's Prince of the Neutral Dragons. Oh. He's a lesser deity. Wait. So when did this happen? Because this is 1982. Right. That's very interesting. I'm not sure how it came okay, up, but that's... Well, I guess we don't have time to research that they're, they're part of the various gem dragons. So there's... Oh. Anithalasissos, that sounds very Greek, the amethyst dragon. Hordel, the crystal dragon. Smagard, the emerald dragon. Karsima, the sapphire dragon. And Tithonus, the topaz dragon. I feel like there was gem dragons in a dragon magazine. I could be wrong. I thought maybe they appeared in a dragon. They're not. In, uh, they're not in Monster Mania Two, are they? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think they may have been in. I think they may have been in a uh, dragon magazine. They were. There were all the gem dragons were in there. Oh, so this was okay. So well, I mean, when you're running out of dragons, I guess he, Jack Crane probably got to pick pretty much down at the bottom, and all the you know green was taken, red, black was taken. Right, the gem dragons. So this is the problem. Gem dragons in dragon? I wonder how Google's going to do with dragon that. magazine? That's yeah. a rough one. Let's see. Uh, uh, seven, 72, maybe? Oh. Maybe an ex- dragon 72. I do have dragon 72, so, but I'm not going to look it up. Okay. All right, very good. All right. So there you go. Total, and, a, total, a total wild card. And would you like, to read, uh, would you like me to read what happened on June 6th? Yes, the day, besides D-Day? Besides D-Day. Yeah, that's not mentioned here. <laughs> wow. Blasphemy. Wow. On this day, the sixth day of the sixth month, 
Damien was born at 6 a.m. in what movie? Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, are you making this up? Because this is amazing that you're doing this. No, no. That's what it says. Uh, the well, Omen. I'm that just... is correct. Ooh, yes. You I would do correct. a golf clap, but you can't hear it. You are correct. Okay. Okay, that was good. And uh, what was the number one song June 6th, 1982? Was it the last, was the same one from two weeks ago? Maybe. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, Ebony and Ivory? That is correct. Yes. I'm pressing the button even though it doesn't do anything. So there you go. And what is the number one movie? And it is released this weekend. Conan the Barbarian. No. It Por- is. Not Porky's. We know that's not. No. It's a sci-fi movie. Uh, Aliens? No. Uh, it's a sequel. It's a, it's, well, Aliens was a sequel. Well, it's, so it's, it's sequel. And it's sci-fi. not Aliens. <laughs> okay. That's very good. Um, <laughs> let's see. That wasn't the only sequel ever made. Uh, a sequel. A sci-fi movie? 1982. I'll give you, you want a hint? Yes. Get a life. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't Star Wars, thank Vic, because this was 82. So 83 is when Return of the Jedi came out, and that was the third one. Get a life. Who said get a life? I don't remember. Star Trek II. Oh, Star Trek Two. The Wrath. That is a very good quote. That was a good, that was a good hint. And, and actually a good movie. Did you Khan. see Wrath of Khan? Yes, Khan. Yeah, okay, because okay. yeah. we, yes. we now have to ask every movie, because you mentioned last time that the only movie you actually saw was Porky's. <laughs> 97 I was times. sitting right behind you and your mom. <laughs> you guys shut up. <laughs> this movie's terrible. I thought my, my mother enjoyed the movie. That's the, that's the more disturbing part. She thought it was funny. That is. You want to see it again? <laughs> yeah, not, I'm like, not with me. Did you tell your mom the cop seeing Porky's? That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's why Kim Cattrall is a, a vision that's not healthy for me. Yeah. All right. Moving on from that terrible past. My, my, pat, my pain is everyone's entertainment. All right. We now are ready for Random Encounter. And this is the segment of the show where we randomly roll a monster, discuss it, and then have that monster fight the champ from the last episode. And the current champ is a storm giant by the name... Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels on the lamb. Right. Which is surprising that you know something serious is after you. When you're a storm giant, you're on the run. Right. Because Stormy Daniels got in trouble for killing the... Policeman. Oh, Quint- yeah. Quint- all, well, I'll not start Quint- with that. Not Quintus Pen- Pendra. He murdered... She... She? Do we say it's a she? It is a she. She murdered the pesty, pesky, whatever, for trying to steal... Um, something from her. Then the police, uh, the lawful neutral Modrons came. Uh, Quintus uh, Modron dispatched a, a penta, pentadrone to get a p- report because mm-hmm. you couldn't fill it out online. You Just investigating. Oh, no, I think there actually there may have been a warrant. For the arrest of, I don't oh. know, was it, I don't, I don't know. There, there was no investigation. There's just, just, wow, this is, you know, typical, uh, just uh, presumed guilty. Uh, apparently, the laws don't. We don't not innocent until proven guilty. So, um, he the uh, pentadrome came was dispatched by the storm giant, and now all points bulletin for Stormy Daniels. Now you said okay, so you said that the continuation of this is that they are after him, right? Her, but this, but the, her. But this is my question: Should she on this episode first try to find a hideout? 
you know, like, like encounter something in a lair. Right. And hide out there. Right. So it should be. So we're looking for something that. Well, it could be just random, whatever right. it is, right? Because right? don't you think she's got to hide, right? right? Yeah, she's, she's, she can't stay in her cloud city because the whole weight of Nirvana is going right. to come down eventually. So how does that sound? Does that sound That's, okay? I like that. Okay. That's, I right. like that. That's a good audible. Okay. All right. So we are now rolling the dorso die. That's right. To see if it Well, is. it's the angry monk die based on the dorso rule. That's true. It, that's right. It's the ang- That's right. It's the angry monk dorso rule die. Yes. Correct. Which will decide whether or not it is the Fiend Folio or the Monster Manual 2 that we are selecting from. Monster, Monster Manual 2. Well, your that, makes, that makes sense. That's right. It's your favorite book. Well, and that's where those ridiculous creatures are They're not from. ridiculous. They're your people. We've gone over this. Don't Stop disparaging your own people. The problem I have with stuff like that is that it almost seems to make it canon. I mean, is that canon? Then? It is. Of course. It should. And it's Gary. If, if using the dorsal rule, no, oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. The 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 uh, one hit, one plus two hit die swan cannon. Oh, I can't wait for that. No, well, I the swan won. We, who, who are we fighting this time? Well, okay. So the entry for squirrel. Oh. If you look at the entry for squirrel, oh, no. yes, it, it actually says that it includes things like. Hang on, now I got to look it up. It's, it's in Monster Man. It's in the same right. book. If you look it up, it's not just squirrel. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's also Welcome to Grog Talk. This is what we do. We segue. It's also stats for a lot of other stuff. Okay. So we're using the same stats. I got you. Ordinary. Yeah. I, I could have sworn. Where's, where's ordinary squirrel? Oh, I could have sworn that for ordinary squirrel. Well, let, all right. We'll talk about it when we get there. I'm pretty sure that it was other stuff too, but all right. We digress. Yes. We are now rolling for... The random monster in yeah. Monster Two. So I need you, James, to roll a D ten. Ten, please. I think. Yes. This is the la- and and so we're gonna automatically go for layer or not automatically? I guess four. Well, whatever this whatever this creature is, it's in its layer. Okay. You know what I mean? We, no matter we, what, the percentage layer we're gonna say. Yeah, that. don't you think? Yes. Yes, because we're yes because we're going to a layer. What did you roll? Four. Okay, so you're. You're going into a dungeon. Okay. You're kind of tall. Yeah, I'm tall. It's a big dungeon. <laughs> You're like crawling through. It's a big dungeon. Ooh, level nine. Oh, my. That's Are good. You serious? Okay. Clash of Titans, a movie you haven't seen. Going to be the running joke. Oh, my. Level nine. Oh, so you're basically, you're going, well, that makes sense. You're going deep. Right. I'm like, you're, you're really going to hide away. Right. Okay, I now need you to roll. The D12 and the D8. Correct. Eight. A minor Titan. Wow, that is very interesting. Wow. That makes kind of... Cla- is this Clash of the Titans? So is a... I didn't even know there was a... Mon- Wh- which, where is that in? Fans? I don't know. Does oh, it- Monster Manual 1. All right. Okay, now we got to go to... go to. Wait, you know if we had PDFs, this would be so much easier. Stop pawing through those books. Okay. Uh, Titan. I didn't know that there was major and minor. I did I not know learn that. about I guess that. we're going to... Yeah. So Titan is on page 94 of the Monster Mail. Don't look. I'm looking. Frequency. Very rare. You are correct, sir. Uh, number appearing. One to three? One to two. Oh, I can't see it. Right on a date. Uh, armor class. Oh, there's ranges here. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. Um, one to negative. Uh, very good. Close. Two to negative three. Oh. Oh, the movement. Oh, my. 24. 21 or 15 inches. At least that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, because they're big. They should move fast. They should right. move far. Oh, my. Hit dice. 
like 24 hit dice? Close, 17 to 22. Okay. Now this is unusual because they're only in their lair 10% of the time. Hmm. So we've, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be much of a random encounter to roll if he's in his lair and it's like, oh, he's not. And so then it just ends with the storm giant sitting down. walking. <laughs> Well, that's the first edition. Here we go. You 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 find the secret lair, and there's nothing in there. Right. Okay, that would be kind of boring. Uh, I'll tell you one attack, and the damage I just get in time. Seven to forty-two. Oh, oh my gosh! Why did I? I'm so sorry. I was going to steal your thunder. You're right. Seven to forty-two, and plus. Oh, I and it's a slash. So I guess I, oh this obviously is minor or major or whatever. Probably, I don't right know. Eight to forty-eight. Oh, okay. They are. Oh, they have a lot of magic resistance. Yes. Do you know what it is? Uh, 50%. 60%. They are genius to super genius. Super genius. What I like about it is, you know, it's not actually super genius. It's supra. 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 I'm a super genius. That's right. right? Supra. They are, oh, alignment. They're either neutral good or chaotic good. They are chaotic good, so they're nice. What is, wait, what is our storm giants? Alignment, chaotic bro? good. They're going to fight to the death. They're kind of good. Oh, because the Titan is not going to harbor a criminal. Right. He might be kind of good, but it's like, no, well, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, but he's not lawful. Oh, but he's a murderer. Part, this, is, this is a conundrum. Maybe that should be the encounter where they debate. Yeah, legal issues. Two chaotic good people debate whether or not you should harbor them. And it's like, well, you're chaotic, not lawful. Yeah, but I'm good. Right. Murder's <laughs> evil. You know? <laughs> I didn't have a trial. A, that sounds amazing. They don't have jurisdiction over me. <laughs> Who are these guys? I don't. I don't. Even, I never saw this thing. What is this thing? Yeah, we both don't like Nirvana. They're weird polyhedron things. Yeah. Why should you be called a Nirvana? They have no jurisdiction over me. Okay. Titans normally dwell on a plane somewhere above the material, but occasionally they will visit the latter plane for various periods of time. So wait. So we're not on the material plane. The layer is not going to be. What well, says normally dwell? Oh, those, sorry, keep reading. Those, those dwelling on the prime material plane for an extended period will acquire treasure as indicated above. So do you think you need like a visa or something to stay that long? Because they're staying a long time. They're not supposed to stay in the prime material plane very long. Okay, so he's been dwelling for yeah. whatever reason. He's, yeah, they owe dwelling in the prime material for extended period. Well, he, he got a visa, yeah. Okay. Determine the armor class and hit dice of any given Titan. Simply roll a six-sided die. Would you like to do that now, sir, while we're there? No, well, we, I thought we knew it's a lesser Titan. Oh, I guess you're right. We need to keep reading to see if that tells us what to do. Right. Titans can become invisible at will. They can also levitate and or become ethereal twice per day. All Titans are able to employ both magic user and clerical spells of fourth, fifth, sixth, or even seventh level to determine how many levels of spell use use in each category a given titan possesses. Simply roll a four sided die. I like how he says simply, simply. right on, in the, like an official book. Yeah, simply. simply, simply roll a four sided die and add the result to three. Divide by seven. Add <laughs> four. Right. Carry the one and round up. Okay. Uh. Oh boy. For each level of spell use, the Titan can use two spells of each category. So the minimum number of magic spells possible for any Titan is eight. I don't know, I'm droning on. And the same applies to clerical spells. Oh. <laughs> two of first level, two, okay, blah, 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 blah. But then I missed something, and it's like a big deal, like the, the Lich has spells. 
The protection from evil spell of titans is of twice the normal strength, blah, blah, blah. All titans possess eight or more... Oh, God. Oh, no. All titans possess eight or more psionic abilities of the type possible for clerics. Yeah. Ah. Roll two... Six, okay, so then they have psionic strength. In addition to their own language, titans are able to speak the six dialects of the races of giants. Oh, so they can speak to each other. Wait, it's, wait. It gets better. Reading. All titans are also conversant in the common tongue as well as that of chaotic good. Because of their particular predisposition, titans deal with storm giants on highly <laughs> amicable terms. Oh, my God, he's harboring them. So it should be the titan and this guy. Right. Oh, we got to do a reaction roll, and it's got to be, like, heavily modified. These right. guys are going to fight the... Right, the Mordrans. They're not fighting each other. Right, exactly. Of course he went to this guy. Right. It's, it's the dice sense. don't lie. The dice don't lie. Uh, I love this. Um, uh, it is 20% probable that a storm giant will be with any single titan encounter. Titans appear very much as humans do, but they are all very muscular, handsome, and wear no facial hair. Well, we're out. There's a one of the three. Right. We have facial hair. Right. That's what they're, they're dress, and you have a lot of chest hair. Their dress and armor appear Grecian. Well, I, Grecian I, th- I, this is also Grecian, and look what it gets you. Not much. That's right. All right, so that I agree with you. See, the dice don't lie. Isn't this interesting? Of all the random things we picked, the dice rolled, they picked the Titan. He's going to his friend, the Titan. If we're going to his friend, the Titan. So what are this titans is why you watch GrogCon. So what Click are and subscribe. So what do Titans do? So Titans are like, why are they coming they're to They're super the giants. I don't know. They're, they're good and yeah. they're super and they'll come for. Why? It doesn't say. They're sent, probably sent by lesser deities. But there's like a big war or something, maybe. Yeah. They come and help. Right. That's why it was interesting in, in, in the giant series, uh, G1 through G3, there was a captured uh, Titan. Evil, evil fire giants captured one, which seems to be pretty impossible. Oh. It wow. So do you, do you think a Greek god would have to call him? Well, I think that's the implication because right. again, I, if I my limited understanding of Greek mythology, right? The gods came after defeating the Titans. Titans were their progenitors. Yes, my understanding. Okay, so someone is probably screaming at their screen with, with lack of knowledge about Greek mythology. So do, do we? Do we need to? I know it's hard to believe. You, well, it's well we need to do a reaction. Role. You, it's hard to believe you won an award. Well, that's so. That's not social. That's no, mythology. No, um, so yes, we need to do a a roll. Yes, right. reaction. But it's got to be like, well. So what, what would you do for this? Wait, I, we... I would say it's high. Like a, he has eighteen charisma. The giant. You think so? I was going to roll for it. Why do you say that? Because it's highly amicable. Highly oh. amicable. Oh, so I see what you're saying. You're not they, saying I have an eighteen. No, they just as in. Let's so let's roll. Let's see oh, what wait. happens. Can I roll my charisma? Because maybe I'm also very charismatic. The Titan or the the Storm Giant. Okay, yeah. Well, she's also a female, so. Oh, well, Stormy Daniels is pretty charismatic. Yeah. Right? She's a character. I mean, she is a character. Seven. Thirteen. Oh, so I'd say Stormy Daniels is about a thirteen. Above, above average, right. Okay. Okay. So I'm a thirteen, but I don't get any additions, do I? Uh, you may get a little On bit. On the reaction roll? It's hard to say. Because charisma is one of those, it's not really important. They, it's a dumb, it's, I know you don't call it a dumb stat, but. Uh, I don't call it a dumb stat. One of the most important. Thirteen. You mean? get plus five percent. Oh, nice. That's one of the unusual additions page for something 13. that low. Well, I was going to reactions. Oh. Is that page 102, the reaction uh, chart? I think it's in the 60s, if I remember correctly. I thought that's listening at a door. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you would know. If it's anything about doors, as we said, that is yours. We're flipping and turning, by the way. That's what we do here. No, sir. 
Oh, it's probably something. Oh, 102. It's something not 63, to be exact. You are awesome. You are correct, sir. I shouldn't have doubted you. Well, you're just being gracious because one of us doesn't. I don't, well, I don't know the rules. Okay. So, all right. So we are ready to roll. Yes. Who plays the Storm Giant? Uh, you always play the new person. So you are rolling. Right. This is your reaction. You are now. So you burst in right. on this Titan, and you're all. I haven't burst in. I, I like the idea. I've seeked, and now I'm explaining my story, and you're going to have to re. Actually, you should roll the reaction because you're reacting oh, to. Oh, you're right. You're reacting to the fact that while we're good friends, you, I'm a murderer. That's true. Okay, so here it goes. So all it is is a plus. Plus five, since even though highly amicable, I would think it would be more than that. But oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. The plus five was simply because of my natural. Right, charisma. So now, if you want to do, what would the 18 be? It should uh, be 30. That, so it's plus 30. 35. Right, 35. It's plus 30 for the highly amicable right. and plus five because I'm so charismatic. Yes. Okay, so it's plus 35. Here right. we go. 64 is 99. Enthusiastically friendly, immediate acceptance. Wow. Okay. So that's so next time we're gonna have to have an epic battle between the Mordrones and Oh, I thought we were doing that now. We don't have time, we need to move on. This will take two hours. Wow, okay. All right, that's it. All I right. mean you're right. Because we that's have an encounter. You're right, we had an encounter. We had an encounter. It was random. Okay. Because if now the next time will not well, the only random encounter is what army of Modrons are coming to attack him. Okay, so now I'm gonna roll the angry mind dice to see if that did that segment of random encounters suck. Yes. Yes. Yes with an exclamation point. Okay, so <laughs> Stormy Daniels, the Stormy uh, is being fled a... to a minor titan. What's the name of the titan? Um, is this Thelma and Louise? Is it the female? Is it the female yes, titan? It is a female. Oh, oh, okay. Is it a female titan? No. Oh, okay. Oh. It's not Thelma and okay. Louise. It's uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, there you go. So it's Stormy and, so he's Clyde. Stormy and Clyde. Minor Titan Clyde. And they will face the horde of attorneys from, <laughs> from Wardron. So this, he's now violating the law. She, you know, he is. The Titan is violating the law. Arbitraging a fugitive. Yes. Well, they both violate. Wait a minute. That doesn't excuse her, her murder. She's a murderer still. He's just a No, I know. I'm saying he's also in trouble. Right. By accepting. Correct. He, mm-hmm. Maybe they had a fling at one point. Did they have a fling at one point? They're just friends. They were friends from, co- from Storm College. <laughs> from- Does, is the Titan interested Ooh. in Storm? Oh, <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's now it all makes sense. It's all coming together. That's that's the story. But it doesn't isn't reciprocated. No, uh, no, but <laughs> she'll do what she needs to to stay away from the <laughs> Either wall. that or fly to the Titans. This is, like, <laughs> this is wrong. Or maybe she's just not interested. Maybe she's not interested in cross species Titan. Not it's not. She's 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 down with only storm giants. Okay. She's not leaving. She's not leaving the the tribe. All right. Well. There you go, folks. This is how you. This is how you make uh, it count. This is an adventure right here. Mm-hmm. It's better than the Greyhawk hex crawl. <laughs> I wish I could press laughter, but well, this could be an adventure where they uh, the Modrons hire contractors to. to oh, yeah. They hire the adventure party, a well, high level adventure party. Well, because yeah, okay. I mean, this is not easy. They would hire lawful evil 
people. Well, they'll hire who Pete shows up. <laughs> they true. put out a call. Yes. So the reward is out. So these monsters, the reward is out. Whoever right. the monsters are, are going to try to take right. these two in. This is their bounty hunters. So it'll be like an orc. <laughs> coming in. I have a warrant. That's these right. two are never going to get. These two are going to make it all the way to Grogcon. Yes. Well, we said they retire after five times. Oh, this is going to be, they're just going to be smushing the next five. Yeah, and then they go free. Basically, yeah. if you beat five bounty hunters. Right. You're free. That's the law. You're free, don't you think? Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You. Yes. We'd have to ask Nirvana. Is there a, is there a corollary? I like I'm it. Roll. If you beat five bounty hunters, are you free? No. no explanation point. Absolutely not. The law is the law. What do you mean? This is this is terrible. What kind of what kind of laws are you making? No. Uh, regardless, we're going to say. No, if they well, we don't we don't follow that we don't follow that adventure. Anymore. Jurisdiction. If they leave the prime material plane. Then they then they escape. Okay. It's they, they, the Mordrons right. only have jurisdiction in the prime material. Right. They're trying to enforce the law. Right. Here. They need right. They don't have an extradition treaty. Right. Okay. That's what it is. So we're gonna. I don't know how long that's gonna. Well, probably we'll do five. We'll do, we'll do until we get bored. Or five. Or five. five. Okay. All right. Good job. Ah, Avenatti should be his name. <laughs> Clyde Avenatti. His name is Clyde Avenatti. That's what we'll call him. Clyde Avenatti. Oh, is that the lawyer? Yeah, for, that was the lawyer. Stormy Daniels? Yes. <laughs> Quiet, I'm not. I want to press laugh so hard. Quiet, that's great. All right. Get exclusive content, a behind-the-screen look at the podcast, and a chance to play with Dan and James. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash grogtalk. So now we're on to... Oh, that's why. Good work. We're on to uh, Sage Advice. What do we do in Sage Advice, Dan? In Sage Advice, one of us reads to the other questions from the Sage Advice column in Dragon Magazine. The person who has asked the questions attempts to provide answers to the same level of sagacity as the person who actually answered them back in the day. That's right. And I think you've told me, sadly, you're going to continue this nonsense of asking me sage advice questions about the astral and ethereal plane just to further punish me. Uh, it's not punishment. Okay. Not, you can claim it's punishment, but it's not punishment. It is education. Got it. Education for us, education for you. Why I'm, and, and can you recount why we're going over these? This specific article? Well, probably because it was written by Roger Moore. Is that why you're saying that? That is 100% correct. We are going over it because is there someone, you know, if, you, if we were asked this question, what one person would you like to talk to in the next year? Who would be the top well, of your list? It would have been Roger Moore even, even at the beginning of episode one if you'd asked me that. Right. So the fact that he wrote this is why we're doing it. Okay. At least that's, that's the excuse I'm using. I think it is really an excuse. I don't think you looked for a, a Roger Moore. Well, that advice. was... I didn't realize Roger Moore did some of these answers, so that was news for me. All right. Okay, I'm ready. The first question, I, I'm going to... I saw it, I'm going to... Can you talk in the astral plane? Um, so I guess to talk, you need, I guess you need... Well, you need... I'm going to say... 
How do I know? I'm going to say yes without elaboration because, you know, well, what do you need, oxygen to talk? There's no oxygen? How do you breathe? How do you travel? I'm going to say no. I'm changing my answer. I'm going to say no. You need to communicate telepathically or some other. I'm going to say no. Is this your final answer? My final answer is, is you cannot talk. No. All right. In, per Roger Moore, the answer is yes. <laughs> Can uh, all, all one has to do is inhale the air or astral medium and then speak normally while exhaling. Normal conversations can be heard up to 60 feet from the speaker and shouted commands 240 yards. This environment is permeated by a sound-deafening, deadening effect resulting from the lack of anything to produce echoes and amplify the sound made. So astral space seems abnormally silent. One wanted to get complicated about it. Uh, right, because we're not already there. Uh, one could set up rules which specify that the direction of the speaker is facing must makes a difference in how well he is heard. But this seems like too much work. Is it really, Roger? Is it mm. too much work, the fact that we're going over this? Okay, so... Per Roger Moore, you can speak in the astral. So am I just floating or like floating? Sort of. So like you'd be there and like, yeah, like in space. Yeah, but you, 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 well, you project. Remember we talked about how you project yourself and you move. Yeah. Mentally, you move yourself. Right. But you can talk. Okay. Does that make any sense? No. No. Right. Okay. Because people are putting way too much. People just want to use the astral plane to go places, really. Do, I mean, do people want an adventure in the astral plane? Uh, I don't want one, but some okay. people probably do. And, and there, I'm sure there's adventures for it. We'll talk about that. All right, so uh, here's another great question. Since any missile in astral space would follow a straight line path without slowing down, shouldn't the maximum missile range be extended to infinity or at least as far as the eye can see? What do you think about that one, Dan? See, this is really bad for me because I know nothing about science. <laughs> I understand somewhat gravity. So I didn't even think about that. So it would just keep going. It goes and goes and goes and goes. But what's it, would it slow down? I don't know. I, I know. This is why this is fun. Yeah. I don't right. have the answer You're either. Me. So these, I mean, these are mi they're mildly interesting, I guess. So this is the thing. This is good training for when people ask these questions, you can be prepared for them. But that'd be terrible. That would mean like arrows are just like, you're just like coming along like right. an arrow coming by. What's that? It's like a meteor that got shot into space centuries ago. Yeah, like somebody from Boot Hill shows up and they shoot a gun. Right. It's just like bullets going. are going, this is terrible. Like, there's just like stray arrows. That's a good point. You're killed by stray arrows. Yeah. It's very dangerous. No wonder it's so freaking dangerous. Right. Random encounters should be like stray arrow. <laughs> Straight, straight magic missiles. Straight boulder. Yeah, right. magic missiles coming through. Right. I, lightning bolts. You just do it as a joke. Exactly. Well, but if it goes forever. Well, it's, it's, that's what he's asking. What happens? I mean, does it end? The astral plane connects to the right. outer plane. Maybe, maybe there's just like the pitter-patter of bullets and things hitting the end of the astral plane. When it gets to does the, it bounce back then? What if I you did a lightning bolt? Right. So there's gonna be like lightning going through. Uh, that's different because I well uh, I don't think the range has anything to do with gravity when it. But the concept of range for missile weapons is because the gravity causes it to go down and slow down. Oh, you like, think the lightning bolt dissipates? The, right, right, the energy. Right, dissipates. it needs to be something material right. that's is going to stay, not like right. just a the energy. inertia of that being shot continues because there's no resistance and there's no gravity. Idea. But so you could just get up there and like. Oh, but wouldn't it slow down? Like, 
that's the question. So you, you, if a giant throws a rock, it would just keep going. It's like in 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 theory in space. There's no gravity. There's no air resistance. Though they said there's a medium there, so you think it would have some resistance because it's sound deadening. So using the previous question, if I was to help you out, I'd say it would not go on. Oh, because he said what? He said air. Yeah, some kind of air. And that would make sense, because otherwise then it would be like you'd have to have rules. Like, please, you're about to enter the astral plane. Right. Don't send, shoot arrows. <laughs> don't do that. Check your weapons at the, ga at the plane, yeah, at the so gate. Yeah, it goes on forever. And you'd have to have people coming and collecting arrows. Like, that'd be your job. It's like space junk. Yeah. Because, you know, all that space junk up there is very dangerous. you got to track it. But so... The Modrons would be going around tracking all the missiles. Ah. Oh. You shot another missile. They'd have to. You get pulled it. over. That's right. Shooting. That wasn't me. What did I do, officer? Uh, I have you shooting a arrow back. That wasn't. No, that wasn't me. It was accident. Looks like you have a bow in the back, the side seat. That's not mine. How did I get there? I'm. Mean, it's a rental car. It's a rental. It's not your vehicle. No. Uh, do you no, mind if I search your vehicle? Uh, no, no problem. Whoa! What's this pipe weed? <laughs> it's this witch wood. What's it? Which Who's wood? Which wood? Okay, uh, all right. Yeah, the answer probably is is because it makes because you don't want a bunch of junk. I'm going to say I'm with you. I'm going to say yeah, no, it is not going to go. Oh, we're both wrong. It's true that missiles will have infinite range. They can and probably do travel to infinity. But the problem of hitting a target, which is what missile firing is about, at long range is extremely low. It approaches zero much sooner and much more rapidly. The pro missile approaches infinity. The smallest fraction of error in aiming at very distant. Blah blah blah. So he keeps going. Basically saying it really hard. But if some magic user were to invent, perish the thought, smart arrows that track a target by its innate intelligence or some wizard eye guidance system, well, then let that possibility go for the time building. So he's saying that's in infinite range, which means there's literally wow. random missiles flying around. Yeah, okay. All right. So that sounds horrific. Another reason to not travel in the astral plane. Right. Okay. All right, so let's go. Let's do one more since it's fun. I, I think it's fun. Why is overbearing not allowed, but grappling and pummeling are? Couldn't, In, oh, they're not? Well, where did that come from? Well, I don't know. Couldn't an attempt to overbear, disorient, and upset the defender, sending him rolling and tossing? Well, apparently, you cannot overbear. Well, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, where would you even find this? Uh, un un unmanned combat? It's going to mention it can't be done in the astral plane? That would, be, that would be encyclopedic, wouldn't it? Well, I tried to look for unarmed combat. You know, this is where a PDF would be helpful. Stop pulling through the books. Where is, uh, where, combat? Oh, there, well, oh, there is, uh, I have no idea. Well, yeah, combat in the astral plane. You combat have? in the astral plane. I don't know, I'm looking. No, it's combat, you know, 6184. No, it's probably have to look up astral plane. Right. Astral travel and combat. 181. See? Gold is DMG, right? Yes. Okay, I finally learned that. 181 in the DMG. Okay. Astral, there's encounter. Where's? Just talks about encounter. <laughs> what? Doesn't say. Well, let's assume it is. Okay. Maybe someone else knows out there. This is a cooperative show. Maybe you... Okay. But let's 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 take the questioner's premise as truth. Okay, correct. Which is, you can grapple and you can pummel, but you cannot overbear. Why so grappling, can't you? 
What's it? So, can you tell me the difference between grappling, pummeling, and overbearing? I could, especially if I could press. Oh, the humanity. Uh, grappling is grabbing people. Over, pummeling is punching people. Overbearing is making, trying to trip them, put them, make them prone. Isn't that what I'm trying to do with grappling? No, grappling. You're just trying to grab them. Okay. So what do I do with you once I grabbed you? Well, then other people. You can't. That prevents you from escaping. That prevents you from attacking. I can then try to overbear you at a better advantage. Yeah. Other people could tie you up. Got it. So I'm just right. So, so JJ the Red did a lot of grappling. Right. Probably, well, probably too. in some overbearing. Hopefully he wasn't pummeling, because that would be inappropriate. That's why he deserved to die. That's right. Well, he's neutral good. I don't think he was. I think that would. No, I think he was all welcome. Right. Okay. We, right. Hope. we hope. All right. Well, we can't. All right. So, so, so the question is, why would you not be able to overbear right. in the astral? Well, what, well, there's no ground. Where are you overbearing to? Maybe that's why. Well, yeah. What's the, I mean, it's like, yeah, that's why. I'm going to say you can't, because there's nowhere to put you. There's, prone means what? You're on the ground? Yes. There's nowhere to. There's nowhere to prone you. There's nowhere to prone you. Okay. That's what I say. You're just sort of spinning. All right, I think that's good. The sort of attack described in question could be done just as well as grappling. Overbearing requires that there be a surface to fight on gravity that would work to the overbearer's advantage. Otherwise, attacks meant to overbear will work out in non-gravity just like grappling. Let me tell you what's so wrong with the person who's writing this question. Two things are really, really wrong. Number one, they are using the grappling and overbearing and pummeling rules. Right. And number two, they're... Spending time doing combat in the astral plane. Right. Uh, uh, unarmed combat. In the unarmed. So this is like so wrong. Right. Could you imagine? This would be my nightmare of a game as a well, DM. I, next, so that'll be the summer tournament, which, by the way, we did not talk about announcements. Summer tournament, July 23rd. Correct. Saturday. Correct. Sci-Fi City. Right. Assuming the Lord will have us. Lloyd will. I'm sure he will. Uh, he was going to a game. I'm sure he'll have us. At Sci-Fi City, we're doing the show, and then we're doing the tournament. So show will be at 10, we're hoping, mm -hmm. 1 o'clock, the tournament. And the title of the tournament will be Overbearing in the Astral Plane. Overbearing in the Astral Plane, right. correct. Okay, so, so read up on your rules. Read up on your rules. For your astral combat right. and, and unarmed combat. Yes, yeah. correct. And seats will be limited because it's Dan and I running it. So if you're in the Orlando area, is it on the meetup or are you going to put it on the meetup? I will put it on the meetup. So it'll go up this week on the meetup. We'll put, we'll put a link in the Discord. So go out there. Uh, seats will be limited. There will be a waiting list because sometimes people don't show up. So uh, well, you're, you're, you're cocky. You're optimistic. We've had a waiting list every... And this is our fifth year. This is the fifth time we've done is it. Is it the fifth? Yes. 18, 19, 20, 21, 20. Oh, okay. Five years we've been doing mm -hmm. the tournament. How about that? Okay. Uh, do I want to do another one? No, I think I want to wait till next year. That was good. Those are, those are great questions. I really, I really enjoyed that. We still have, look, uh -huh. look how many more questions. Oh, God. Five pages. Okay, well, I'm asking the questions next. I'm not coming from there. Right, it'll be a while. But next time I do it, it'll be there. So that was wonderful. Good job there. Hmm. Paging DM Joe Rogan. Um, um, all right, excellent. Next. We are doing the Artifact Roadshow. Okay. So in this segment of the show, uh, we have somebody bring a random magic item to James, who plays an appraiser. 
and tries to identify, but without magical means, tries to identify the item based upon the information provided by the, uh, the possessor of the item. And I am going to table number three of the DMG on page 121, right. random magic items. He's, he's rolling. Clap, golf clap. Let me know if there's problems out there with this time. Okay, so James is not going to... I'm not going to look. So he's I'm going to go away over here and work on things while you figure okay. out what it is. So if you're following along at home, I'm now rolling on table three, page 121. Here is what I have rolled. I'm holding it up to the screen. Okay. So I'm now turning to that table on page 120. This I've rolled... Oh, he'll never know at this point. I've rolled a 60... Three. Yeah, I don't know. Once you roll the first one, I don't know what the re remaining ones are. And I now need to just quickly look up that item so I can speak intelligently about it. Okay. Have you heard of this magic item before? I have not. Well, I mean, not really. I mean, okay. it's, you know, okay. Okay. It's not completely foreign. It's not like crazy. I'm not like, what? Do we hand, have, do we have a prop? Of, do we have a prop for it? Hand, yes. It's oh. not like hand of what? Okay, exactly. <laughs> Eye of what? <laughs> okay. Was Vector that big a deal? Are you watching Stranger Things? No, I, I don't have Netflix. Oh, okay. Because I have all the other ones, and okay. I refuse to pay for it. So I heard, that, well, Vecna is, it's become a big thing. You know, I looked up at, you know, Brian Bloom did. It wasn't Gary Gygax. It was Brian Bloom did right. Vecna, and it wasn't a big deal back in the day, really. It was it's just another guy. Yeah. Well, there's been a number of, um, was it second edition, Had Vecna Lives? Or was that first edition? That was a module that came out after. Yeah, after it, was a late, it was certainly late. It was like late 80s or right. something like that. Yeah. And then there's been a bunch of... Yeah, know, but that's all. So in other words, back in the day, in the 80s, yeah. mid, early, mid-80s when we were playing, Vecna was nothing to me. I mean, I'm, I Well, I the only bad. thing was cool was I, I knew Liches, uh, my cousin who played, he claimed, and I'm not saying he was correct, but he claimed he, that in his campaign, not that he ran, but he played, he had the eye of Vecna. Well, as a Lich. Okay. I mean, yeah. But to me, it was... So that was the only part. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. It was just another right. item. And it was super evil. That was cool. Right. But that's okay. But yeah. I felt bad that I'm like, who's Vecna? Okay. Yes, we do have the item. All right. So, um, all right. Our... Welcome to Artifact Roadshow. Oh. How can I help you today? I got to look up something. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Sorry. Ah, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. You don't... Uh, yeah, hello, hello, hello. How, how are you? How I'm are doing you? great. How, how are, are you? you? How are you? Where, where? Hang on. Where is it? Oh, there. Oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. There. Wow. Look, look. Look at this. Wow. Well, this is a very interesting piece. Uh, what can you tell me about it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so probably about 40 years ago, 
I, uh, I, I was thinking about my parents. Whoa, 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 hey, oh, that's a good one. My, my, parents were, my parents were thinking about, uh, they felt that I should uh, become an adventurer. Thank you, thank you. They should become an adventurer. And uh, so I, uh, I agreed. I went to school for a very long time. So you went to school for a long time mm -hmm. to become an adventurer. Your parents wanted you to become an adventurer. They did. They did. They did. Um, so I took a bunch of different tests, and apparently what they said, the only thing I could be, apparently, uh, was uh, a, a fight, something called a fighter. A fighter. A fighting man. Yes, a fighting man. I was told based upon my uh, intelligence. Aptitude test. Yeah. Yes. I took, I took the, based on my aptitude test, apparently, but this, this, he was called a dungeon master. He said, well, the only thing you can be with those stats is a fighter. Well, we've done, we've done a series of tests, and we think you'd be more... They, well, you had a very judgmental dungeon master. Typically, they would say, based on your aptitudes and your strength, we, we feel you'll have a more successful career if you move towards the fighting. Well, less from, less from the, the arcane arts. Well, he was kind of a jerk. Oh, sorry. He wasn't very nice. This probably ruined your experience. He, it wasn't very... Yes, it was... He said something about, I don't know, 50 IQ. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, so I became so okay. So he said, "Well, yeah." So I so I said, "Okay, I'll become I'll, I'll become a fighter to make my parents happy." And I went on one adventure, right? Something about we were out in some borderlands, ah, or something. And um, it was um, I got to tell you, I didn't really like it, yeah, very well. Um, it's it, cold. It's okay. very cold in the borderlands. And my party, they said, "You know what? We should do. We should start right at the back caves, right in the back. Oh, right. Skip the first ones." Well, that's where the good stuff is. That's where the good stuff is. And let me tell you something. There was some crazy, crazy stuff there. I've heard, you know, where the good stuff is, that's where the monsters, the good monsters are. That's kind of a rule. I'm surprised they didn't share that with you in uh, adventure school. I did not learn that, no. Never split the party, if I remember. And uh, the, the lower, the deeper you get into the dungeon, the harder the stuff is. Uh, that, I did not learn, well, again, 50 IQ maybe. Gotcha. So I, um, I, uh, I wasn't very excited about adventuring, and I, I decided I didn't want to play again. Right. Remember my damn like, being a jerk and all. Right. So I said, this game, you suck. This, this game, game sucks. This, this campaign sucks. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. And, um, and this is so first edition. And I also got a girlfriend around that time. Oh, okay. So all, for many, a variety right. of reasons, I never adventured You kind of grew out of it. I gotcha. I did. I never adventured again. It's not for everyone. But the one thing that they did do at the end of the adventure... Because I did say, well, I'm never, I'm not coming back. I'm never venturing with you. The rest of them survive. Nerds again. Well, two of them did. Okay. Two of them did. And I said, I'm never adventuring with you, nerds again. Uh, but I would like my share of the treasure. Right. Of course. Well, you're not that. You have 50 IQ kicked in. That was good. <laughs> that was a good part to be good. That. Okay. They didn't seem very happy with that. But what they did give me is they did say, well, fine. Here, you can take, you can take this wand. Right. Because they couldn't. Use and it. so I took this. I'm not hearing anything. No. So, so I, I, I said, I, I'm going to, they gave me this, they gave me this, what they said was a magic wand. Right. And um, what's interesting is, I think they were snickering because what I was told later was they gave it to me. This is what I heard from uh, Jimmy, who played in their group later after Sam left, or was it? It doesn't matter. And Jimmy told me that they did it as a joke because I was a fighter and so I couldn't use it. But the joke was on them, because I could use oh. this. I was able to use this. And so what I would do is, 
I would go around and I would just wave it at a bunch of stuff, you know, just to see what it what it would do. They gave me the word. They told me oh, don't the word. say the don't say it if you're holding it. Let's put it down if oh, you're going to say okay. the word. And so and so so what would happen is point it, point it that way. Go ahead. So what, what would happen is, I, I one time I went into a uh, I went into a pawn shop. Okay. And because uh, I was going to sell it. Right. And because you didn't need it. Because I didn't need it. Right. And I didn't even think I could really use it. And the, the guy said, well, what's, uh, you know, so what does it do? And I said, well, I don't know. And I said the, I said the word, and he, he did duck. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. But what was funny is, as I was waving around and saying the word, like every now and then, like, it would, it would pulse. Hmm. And I thought that was interesting. And I would say it again, and it would go to, like, certain items. Like, there was this one, like, in this pawn shop, there was this one ring. Wow. And it was pulsing. So, so what I did was, I said, well, you know what I'll do is I'll trade it for that ring. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was suspicious, said no. Oh. And um, that's, I've never used it again. And how many times have you used it that you're aware of? Well, I've used it. So what I would do is I would go around, like I took it to the mall, <laughs> and I was like waving it around and saying the word. Right. But it was never pulsing there. Um, only at one time with that ring in that in that pawn, pawn shop. shop. So I would say the word a bunch of times. So probably like about like five thousand times. Five thousand. And it times. just stopped. It just stopped. Yeah, it never pulsed again. And I don't know why. I would take it to like J.C. Penny <laughs> and of the clothes. So it, when's the last time that it actually did something for you? Well, it was in that pawn shop. A while. And I kept yeah, and I kept saying it again and again right. to see if it would pulse with that ring, and right. it did. Um, and I said, I'll trade it for that ring. And he's like, oh, I don't think so. I got you. It was weird. He didn't want to give up. He felt like he didn't want to give up that ring. And, mm. I, and, then, and that was it. Well, um, you know, what I can tell you about this is, and thank you for that, that backstory. That, that really does help. Um, this, this wood is very unique because it comes from the Amindio jungle, which, again, it's, it's from a cypress wood. Which um, the Wan Ti, which are which are purveyors of magic, are known to frequent. Is that is that a type of witch wood? Right. Well, it's it's that wood. It's not witch wood. It's that. Wood. Oh, okay. It's very similar. Okay. And well, that is true. You should. Uh, we did get some advice. You shouldn't take your wand out at J.C. Penny. That's what that's <laughs> mentioning. Oh, that's why they got in trouble. That's why I got banned. I'm right. like, why are you banning me from the store? That's right. Do not, just pull out the witch wood. Not, don't pull out the witch wood at JCPenney. They don't. They frown it. So um, they are. I'm, I was, I'm a man. Right, so you're a man. With an exclamation point. That's right. With a man. Man. Anyway, this <laughs> okay, uh, the red. this <laughs> killed by a squirrel. But I took him out. I took him with me. Um. So they are, they are sorcerers who were very fascinated with magic, and they, and they made dark uh, pacts with evil deities, and they were transformed by it. But, but again, they became powerful sorcerers, and they would have crafted this, this item to help them find more magic, because oh. again, they were constantly looking for it. So they're, they're smart. They are very smart. They are extremely devious and intelligent. You can tell by the see the ingrains here of this this is like a snake serpent here. Oh no, those are notches I put in there because oh. I'm with the ladies, you know. Well, it's one continuous notch. So you've been with one lady? Well, yeah, we had a long-term relationship. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. That's good. Uh, so, um I would say at some point this was a wand of detecting magic. Whoa, which... whoa, 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 whoa. At some point. 
Well, I may have a 50 IQ, but I don't like the sound of that. Yes. Well, the the, the Dwemer, the power that's in here is, is limited charge. It can't be continuously used. Like a, as a, you know, internal internal energy source that gets drained. And I think when you took it to J.C. Penney and you know touched uh, whipped it out, whipped out, whipped out your <laughs> wand. Um, eventually, it just petered out. So you have an inert piece of wood. Here. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, it's, it's I a, used the a, wand too much. It's a limp. It's a, <laughs> I overused it. It's it's yeah. It's 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 shot. Can it be recharged? Uh, it could have if it was if it's if it had some charges any left. But once you've drained it completely, once you've drained the wand, it can't do. Are there any pills I can take? <laughs> Not, nothing for that. No, unfortunately. So really, the only value it has now is is a conversation piece, and that you know it can show that you were uh, a you know a wizard at one time. But if this were fully charged, and um, you wanted to sell it at auction, I think it would probably get. Uh, 15,000 gold pieces. So what would this be called? What was it? A wand of magic detection. Oh. So what is it worth now? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Zero. It's like killing a squirrel. Oh. Well, all right. I was young. A man. All right. You may want to go adventuring again. Maybe you'll get another one. Okay. Well, I don't think so. I think I'm kind of too old for that now. Okay. And so you said, how much would this have been worth? I think 15,000 gold pieces. Oh, I really blew it, didn't I? Yes. Well, oh. but you live and learn. That's what happens when you're young. Now you're older and wiser. I guess those guys did get well, the last Well, thank laugh. you. Thank you for coming to Artifact Road. So next. Yeah. Unhand me. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> get out. Get right. out. So hopefully I'm close with my things. So you said that was a wand of magic detection. That, is, that was my answer. James, you are 100% correct. Oh, goody. That was, in fact, a wand of magic detection. Wands are worth a lot of money, so I went with 15000 Which is now completely worth nothing. Discharged. So let's go ahead and look up how much that would have been worth. The wand of uh, magic detection. You said 15000 Yes. Close. 25000 Oh, I was going to say twenty. You are right. I was going to go higher because wands are worth a ton of money, especially ones that uh, can be used by anyone. They're worth a lot of money. And That's, mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was just saying, and, and it sounds like that helped you out, that you, you knew that that could be used by anybody. Yes. Okay, very so, good. Very, so a wand of magic detection. So, again, the critical thing with that, wands are, is they can be recharged, most of them, I think all of them can, if it still has charges. Once it's fully drained, can't recharge it. And the only way to know the charges, I assume, is identify. We've talked about this, right? Identify yeah. would probably... It will give you a range of charges, okay. unless you get extremely... Or you destroy, like, 15 Lux Stones. Yeah, okay. Which is ridiculous. So, uh, excellent. Well, very good. That was uh, Wand of Magic Detection. Blah. All right, so now we're ready to do Have You Ever. Okay. So, in this portion of the show... We go through the adventure written by Rob Ritchie, the editor-in-chief of Flipping and Turning Magazine. Right. This is where you get to play a half-orc assassin. And you named. are named half-assin. And you are on an adventure to try to save the queen. Right. And you get to choose 
your no. Queen Mabel. Mabel. And you get to choose uh, is a range of options of what you can do, and you see how you fare. And if I recall correctly, we had been through the graveyard, and then we went past the right, graveyard. Right, F. Right, there were shadows. Yes. And we escaped the shadows. We did the following one. Which was, if you recall, I believe that was the uh, brown mold. Yes. Right, because it's cold. It's cold. And so now we are to F. So we're trying to, we are trying to infiltrate and save Queen Mabel, who has been taken prisoner by the wicked General Gaz. So we're trying to break into the, the palace and save her. Right. Leaving the brown mold behind, the stairs debouch. Debouch? Debouchery. That is amazing word. What does that mean? D-E-B-O-U-C-H. D-E-B-O-U-C-H. Debouch. Is this Gygax writing this? That's right. He's like a mini Gygax. The stairs debouch. Opens. Stairs open. French. Oh. Debouch. Debouch. The stairs debouch. Into a straight tunnel. I like the barge. He was pretty good. Who's he married? He married Janet Jackson. Now, who are the ones? No, that was Millie Vanilli. was the ones who... Uh, they faked it. Fake. They were German. Oh, really? That's terrible. Or he died. The stairs, just Millie. Oh, my. The stairs debouch into a straight tunnel that bores through the earth. It is still quite cold, but not dangerously so. Ah. After many minutes... The tunnel opens into a slightly wider room with rough-hewn walls and a broad staircase that goes up into a shaft in the ceiling. Sitting on the stairs is a small, three-foot-long, dull-silver, winged ice lizard ah. who looks up at your approach and leaps into the air. You decide to... One. Oh, hold on. All right, so guys, start paying, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention. Here's your choices. Is Ice Lizard Fiend Folio? I believe so. I believe so, too. Okay, so I know very little about the Ice Lizard. I th didn't we go over the Ice Oh, Fire Drake, we went over Ice Lizard. Sorry. Number one. Yes. Cast Hold Person and Attack with Sword. Sounds like a plan. Two, Throw Dagger, then Attack with Sword. Three, Apply Poison to your Blade, then Attack with Sword. Four. Drink your potion of invisibility and run up the stairs. Sounds like he's already seen us. Five, charge and attack with sword. Six, present your unholy symbol. Seven, attempt to parlay in your alignment tongue, and your alignment is lawful evil. Eight, cast resist cold and attack with sword. Nine, Read the Feign Death Scroll. Ten, read the Speak with Animal Scroll and attempt to parlay. Wow. Okay. So those are your choices. So on the chat, please take a moment to think about your choice. So Josh is going with four, Potion of Invisible. That's not a bad one, because even though you've been, if you've been seen, you're still invisible, so you're right. harder to, right. to find. I, I think, you know, I think I want to, I'm going to do, I, I was going to do poison. I think I'm going to do eight. Cast resist cold and attack with sword. I'm going with eight. Well, eight's a good one because oh, I'm dead. Yeah. You, you're dead as well as, well as I am. Um, and, and why it's good because the angry monk went with eight as well. So you're not alone. 
oh, decision making. Okay. We'll die together. Um, I didn't think ice drakes were lawful evil. But if they are, uh, okay, our dear friend from the DC area, pick two, throw a dagger, and then attack. I want to parlay. I'm going to parlay because I'm dead. And I think it'd be super funny if that actually worked. Now, are you, t- okay, so I assume you're not, are you speaking with animals and parlaying? No. Or are you simply attempting to parlay? Parlay and lawful evil. And number seven. Yes. Got it. Okay. I think it's totally wrong, but if it works, I'd be amazing. Okay. This is the whole point of this, to do things you would not normally do. Normally, I would just, I would do the invisibility. Well, you like to mix it. It's like being at a new restaurant. Right. You know, different food. Mix it up. Okay. Uh, you, you also, uh, the Canadian contingency has gone with eight. They, clearly, they know cold, so they are resisting cold. Right. Okay. All right. Are we, we ready? Are we ready? Okay. I think we're ready. Did anyone pick number one, which is hold person? No. Okay. This would have worked. What? Yes, you would have quickly dispatched the ice lizard. So hold person? All right, well, we got to look up, well, this is what we do, James. You got to look up a whole person. I, I thought that was a ruse. I thought that was uh... I, too. I thought you got to be like an elf or a gnome. What's a person? Yeah. All right, so this well, is a cleric spell. And don't you, is, it, is that a scroll? Because you'd have to roll for percentage. Oh, chance. you would have to roll for percentage of failure. But no one picked it, so it really doesn't matter. Ice lizard. Uh, well. Old person, what is that, two? It is two. And on page 45 of the player's handbook. This spell holds a mobile and freezes in place from one to three human or humanoid creatures see below for five or more melee right. rounds. Well, so you have to go to, the, to, I will slightly disagree, not dragon's foot disagree, but I will slightly disagree with, you're going to have to go to the actual, not, it's not in the spell there. You have to go to the actual statement in Ice Lizard, page 52 of the. Oh, I guess I guess you're gonna have to because this is Well I have because I see what he I right. see what he's referencing. Alright, because let me so let me start with the player's handbook. It says creatures affected are brownies, dryads, dwarves, elves, gnolls, gnomes, goblins, half elves, halflings, half orcs, hobgoblins, humans, kobolds, lizard men, nixies, orcs, pixies, sprites, and troglodytes. Okay. Ice now, now you're going to ice lizard. Right. So this is it's on page fifty two of the DM of the theme folio. It says, Isolus appears to be small, winged lizard, though it can polymorph itself twice per day into the form of a white dragon. Well, that's nice. It can cast sleep and fear twice each day. Although highly resistant to most forms of magic, is 80% resistance. That's not fair. Which, by the way, it, it is somewhat susceptible to charm and hold minus two on saving throws. Oh. So I think he is inferring that hold means hold person. I would argue that would be hold monster. Oh. Or charm monster. But it, so hold is obviously in italics, I assume. Right? Yes. So how many holds? There's a, is there a hold monster? Yes. Fifth, I think it's a fifth oh. level spell. Oh. Clerical or monster? Or... Hold monster. No, there is fifth level. Magic user fifth level. Yes. So that's what I think the book here. But they really should be specific. So this is creating confusion. I mean, I... Yeah, I would agree. Whole monster. Dispel Momos for one or more creatures. I, I, I tend to agree with you. Right. So I think it's more effective because everything else is 80% resistance, which is crazy. Yeah. So that would be my take. But we'll, But you couldn't even use it. It wouldn't even work. It's, it's not a resistance issue. Right. If it doesn't apply, it doesn't right. apply. Doesn't, right? That's my thing. Okay. But I'm also, I was also wrong in that he's chaotic evil, so that's not going to work. I thought he was lawful evil. Oh, we, we'll wait to see how you do. Oh, I do. Crappy. Terrible. Okay, number two is throw dagger. Number two is throw dagger and attack with sword. This helps. 
So somebody picked two, didn't they? Yes. This helps. Take four hit points of damage in the resulting mana. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I would have done that. Three was applied poison. Did anyone do that? No. I like that one. Same as F1. It worked. And you quickly dispatched the ice lizard. Oh. Four was drink the potion of invisibility. You know, uh, it, Josh did that. This works. Of course. You, you avoid the ice lizard. The only reason why I was concerned about that is it looked like he had seen us. Right. So that just usually means it's like a minus two to hit. Isn't yeah. That right? Okay. Something like that. Uh, five is charged attack with but sword. minus four to hit. Oh, I'm sorry. Minus four to hit. That makes more sense. Uh, charge attack with sword. Anyone do five? No. The ice lizard breeds frost breath on you. Take 11 points of damage in the resulting melee. Six, present your unholy symbol. I assume no one picked that. No. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to hurt feelings. Uh, yeah, that would have been fire breath, uh, uh, ice breath on you, 11 points. Seven was parlay in your life. That's mine. This is you. Same as F5. He breathes frost breath on you. Take 11 points of damage. Yeah. Because he's not, I, he's not lawfully. He was a catechetical. Yeah. So that was too bad. Eight, resist cold. This is a lot of us. Right. Same as F2. This helps. Take four hit points of damage. So the play from him was hold and invisibility so far. Those are the ones you escape without. Correct. Nine was feign death. The ice lizard kills you <laughs> in your motionless state. Correct. <laughs> Then, I know, Rob. No, there's no faking. There's no feigning. There's no. It's just death. That's right. You tried to run away from the guards, didn't you? Yeah. But I tried. I tried to. Oh no! You talked to them. I tried to. I said, please. I said, get arrested. He was going to arrest me, and I let him in, the, in death. <laughs> that's so, right. That set the tone. And that's right. So, uh, speak with. It's a sad that you learn the tone in death. A speak with animal scroll was number ten. Yeah, same as F five. A breeze frost on you. Take eleven hit points of damage. All right. Well, okay. there you go. So I'm still dead. You're still dead. But you, you. So the thing with charm, let's, uh, someone should reach out to Rob and see what, it, I read the Fiend Folio. We agree that I think it meant for charm monster and old monster, not charm old person. Because it doesn't designate it. So it seemed to person. me that it's whichever one is more likely. Yes. Or both, but it seems most right. likely. But the fact that all the other spells, well, first of all, again, speak with animals, some of that. Well, I guess speak with animals still would work. You can cast a spell, but it wouldn't work against the thing. And every one of those was a humanoid right. type creature, right? Yes. Even the pixies are little people. Yes, that, that's, that is 100% correct. They're not lizards. Well, the troglodytes, well, well, there was lizard men, but still. Right. They're not like, an, they're not like a lizard. They're, they're like a person. Who, well, they're a person who's like a lizard. They're not a lizard who's like a person. That's right. They're a person who's like a lizard. That's right. In my opinion. Yes. They're, they're, they're humanoids with lizard-like features. Features. Correct. Cor cor that's right. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.